Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friend, today we're going to spill the tea a little bit. We're going to talk about the truth about common nutrition misinformation. Specifically, we're going to talk about six myths that are widely uh, believed and widely published that are just plain inaccurate. I get so passionate about this because there is so much information and misinformation out there. It is really, really hard for the average person or even the person who specializes in this stuff like me sometimes to sort through and wade through all the junk, all the junk science, all the misinformation, all the everyone should do this, that, or the other, and here's why. And so I get really passionate about making sure that you guys know what the truths are. Welcome. If this is your first time listening, I'm Audrey Christie. I'm a functional integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner who helps women heal from chronic illness, autoimmune disease, and those symptoms that just won't go away. I help you to stop chasing symptoms, find your root cause, and heal your body. So this is also a good time to let you know that if you're looking for a DIY, if you're looking to DIY your healing journey with lots of support, community, and a practitioner-led component, then make sure you check out the Root Cause Revolution membership. It's my monthly membership program, and we have an incredible community there. This membership is jam-packed, and I've had so many people tell me that it has made more difference for them than the thousands and thousands that they have spent previously on courses, coaches, and even functional medicine docs. So Every month we do live Q&As, we do an energy healing every month. You have a whole video and assessment library of information already included in this membership. Plus you get big savings on practitioner-grade supplements and lab tests. As always, there's new compliment coming in uh, and a free private forum that's actually off of social media. You can get all that information at audreychristie.com forward slash membership. You can also find that on the show notes page for this episode, episode 167. Let's dig in to those six common myths about nutrition, and we're going to tell you the truth about those those common nutrition misinformation. Okay, so the first one is, the first misinformation, the first myth is that the genes you inherit from your parents dictate how your health will be. That is false. We know that the genes you inherit from your parents are actually not the most important factors in determining whether or not you will fall prey to any, any of the leading 10 causes of death, okay? So the leading 10 causes of death, heart disease, cancer, medical error, the top three, um, the, those three and the remaining seven you, what you what happened to your parents, what happened to your grandparents, your aunts and uncles actually do not determine. Your genes do not determine what your health outcomes is. We know through the study of epigenetics that your genes can be turned off or turned on by lifestyle and nutrition, okay, from your experiences, from the food that you put in your body, and from the lifestyle habits that you choose uh, instead of, you know, that are different from your the family that you have inherited. We also know that what people generally inherit as well as genes is the lifestyle and nutrition habits of their parents. Now, the second thing, the second myth or misguided information is that is that idea or the hope that research will eventually lead to drug cures. 
for all the things, right? So the second myth is that research will eventually lead to drugs that cure diseases, that cure all the diseases. And that is categorically false. Waiting, hoping that research will eventually lead to a drug cure for a disease ignores the most powerful solutions that can be used right now. And that's essentially the terrain, right? So no matter what disease it is, no, what, no matter what disease or illness or virus or whatever's going around, it's, you can't control the virus or the disease, but you can control the host or the terrain. So if you are waiting for drugs to cure a disease, stop <laughs> because you're ignoring the solutions that are right in front of your face. The most powerful solutions that are scientifically and medically and clinically proven to work to heal the body right this very minute. The third myth is that it's important to control single nutrient intake. What do I mean by that? I mean that it's important to control the number of fat that the number of grams of fat that you eat, the number of carbohydrates that you eat, or even the amount of omega-3 fats that you eat. That trying to control that single nutrient intake. That is obsessive and it does not lead to health, right? Um, It does not ever result in long-term health, controlling one single nutrient. Your health is a whole picture. It's a whole picture of your actions, your lifestyle, your stress levels, the water that you drink, and overall the whole food, holistically all the food that you eat, um, as well as your ability to manage your emotions and all that good stuff. But controlling one thing, like obsessing over carbs or fats or cholesterols or omega-3s, whether it's something that is categorically thought of as good or bad, does not ever, not in one single study, has it ever resulted in long-term health. Okay, number four, it, the number, the myth number four is that vitamin and nutrient supplementation create long-term health. Now, a lot of times people get confused and they say, but Audrey, you recommend herbs and supplements and all these things to take. And absolutely, they can be beneficial on your journey to health. They can be beneficial to fill gaps in your already good nutrition plan, but vitamin and nutrient supplementation on their own do not create long-term health. You've heard me say this a bunch, a bunch of times. You can't out-supplement a bad diet. You can use supplements to support you on your healing path with the goal being to eventually not need any or very few supplements, maybe one or two supplements like an omega-3 or like a magnesium because our soil is um, depleted of that. But what you can't do is say, I'm going to take these vitamins and I'm going to continue to have pizza and beer for supper and McDonald's for lunch and expect to have any sort of beneficial health outcome. I believe we're on number five now, and that is that drugs or surgery cure disease. Okay, that's a myth. Number five, drugs and surgery cure disease. And the truth of the matter is, the truth about that common bit of misinformation is that drugs and surgery do not cure the diseases that kill most Americans. They absolutely do not. They can temporarily stop a disease. They can band-aid a disease. People say, but Audrey, you know, so-and-so had a quadruple bypass and it definitely saved their life. And I do not doubt it. Absolutely can having an emergency and life-saving surgery for an acute issue is 
necessary. It happens. Uh, it's unfortunate that it's, that it's necessary, but it, it is necessary and it happens. And by no means am I saying don't have a, a quadruple bypass if your doctor tells you you need one. What I am telling you is that that is a Band-Aid, that if you continue down the same path that you were content- that you were on, even after your quadruple bypass, you will return to that same level of sickness, you will return to that same level of health degeneration. So the drug or the surgery does not cure it. It masks the symptoms. It takes away the symptoms. It might even heal the bacterial infection for the time being, but you will continue to have that problem. You will continue to be re-exposed. You will continue to be sickly and possibly even die if you rely on that as the only way, if you rely on that as the only way. Okay. Now the last one, um, and this is probably the one that I'll, I'll catch the most flack from, uh, is, is that the myth is that your average doctor knows what you need to be the healthiest you. Okay. That's, I'm going to say the myth again, the average doctor knows what you need to be the healthiest version of you. And unfortunately that is categorically wrong. It's completely false. Your average doctor actually does not know what you need to be the healthiest you. Your average doctor is very, very good at at one thing. Your average doctor is very, very good at saying you have symptoms one, two, and three. And if I take those symptoms, here's what I need to get rid of those symptoms, at least temporarily. If you have strep throat, I know that you need penicillin to get rid of that strep throat. That's a really old drug. They probably use something like Zithromax or something different these days. Um, If you have... uh, hormone imbalance, then I know if I give you these hormones, if I give you birth control pills, that will quote unquote balance your hormones. So they know how to mask symptoms really well. They are really good at acute issues. So if you have something that is inflamed, they can give you a steroid to reduce that inflammation temporarily. Okay. They can fix a broken bone. Great at fixing a broken bone, but they can't prevent you from breaking one again in the future. Right. Um, especially if you had like a slip and fall type, something that broke your bone, it it shouldn't have, it should not have broken in the first place. But what acute medicine cannot do is say, and they just don't have the right training. They, they, they don't understand how to balance the body to give you the best version of health. They are, oops, after you're already in that negative, um, space of health, then average doctors can help, right? But they can only help to a certain point. They are not preventers. They are not, how do I be as well as I can be practitioners? Um, And that's where, you know, the whole host of other practitioners, wellness practitioners and naturopaths and such come into play to really help you with your best expression of help, to help you get rid of chronic illness and autoimmune disease and all of those things, rather than continuing to mask those symptoms. So those are the six things, the six myths. And this is one of probably kind of the... (laughs) I'd like to say maybe one of the most negative episodes that I've done. Um, and it's, and I don't want it to be negative. I want you to know that by tuning this stuff out, by understanding the information that I've just presented, it, it's not negative and there's no judgment intended. It's just that you need to know this information. Otherwise you might do something like have a double mastectomy because your mom had breast cancer, right? Or you might do something like waiting 
to get better because there is no quote unquote medication or cure for whatever your symptoms or disease or diagnosis is. What I'm trying to prevent is you going on a strict keto diet and then a strict low fat diet and then a strict vegan diet only to find out that none of those things were right for you and you end up with thyroid damage or your hair falling out or your your symptoms getting better and then getting much worse because there's not one diet that's right for everyone. What I'm trying to avoid is for you to spend hundreds, if not thousands of dollars on supplements without making those foundational changes. And you don't have to make them all at once. You don't have to make these big, huge changes all at once. I'm talking about little bitty, simple, sustainable changes, trying to avoid you doing that. So avoid you spending all of that money and time on all these supplements and not getting anywhere. And then you end up thinking, well, you know, conventional medicine failed me, but so did natural medicine. And that's, that's not, not a good place to be. I also don't want you to assume that if you go to a surgeon and they say surgery is recommended, that that's your only answer. Now, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is. Like with the quadruple bypass that I was talking about, sometimes that is your only option. But oftentimes, especially if it's what we consider an elective surgery or if it's a surgery that you can have at some point, then there are lots and lots of things we can do. Oftentimes, a thyroidectomy can be prevented. A hysterectomy can be prevented. Tonsils and adenoids can be prevented. Gallbladder surgery or uh, laparoscopic cholecystectomy can be prevented, can be stopped, can be reversed, right? And, you know, it's kind of like if you... If you go to a mechanic, they're going to find something wrong with your car. If you go to a surgeon, he's going to find a reason to have surgery, to to do surgery. Um, And that, again, not always a bad thing. Sometimes it's needed. It's necessary to get you over the hump to make sure that you live in order to make these changes. And then the last thing, you know, sometimes I get information from people and they say, well, gosh, you just really hate conventional medicine. You know, and it's not that I don't think doctors are a valued part of our society. I just think the system in so many ways is broken. And I don't fault the doctors. I don't fault even even necessarily the medical schools. It's just kind of where, as we've become a more technologically advanced and industrialized country, world, if you will, it's kind of just where I think that, that road or that flow takes medicine uh, naturally. And so I think that making sure that we recognize that conventional medical doctors have their place but they also have their caveats. For example, I mentioned this earlier, and I don't know if you caught it, but the third leading cause of death in the U.S. is medical care. So number one is heart disease. Number two is cancer. Number three is medical care. It falls above strokes. Number four is strokes. Number five is chronic lower respiratory diseases. Number six is accidents. Number seven is diabetes mellitus. Number eight is flu and pneumonia. And number nine is Alzheimer's disease. So when we look at those, um, we look at those causes of death. If you break it down, if you break it down into how many per year, the most recent study on this I could find was in 2016. Medical errors accounted for a roughly a quarter of a million deaths in the U.S. per year at that time. So when they broke that down by death, you know, what did those people, those quarter of a million people die from? It went, uh, number one, adverse drug effects. Number two, hospital infections. Number three, preventable errors in hospitals. Number four, unnecessary surgeries. And number five, medication errors. So medication errors um, are, medication errors are errors that the wrong dose of the wrong drug was given. Um, adverse drug effects was uh, over 100,000 of those deaths were adverse drug effects. That's the number one cause of medical error death. And medical errors are the number three cause of death in the United States. Um, 
that is what that was categorized as, as the unintended and undesired effect of a drug when administered at normal prescribed doses. So meaning that even normal approved medications and correct medication procedures still resulted in 100,000 people dying every year from that. Um, So that's what I want you to know is that conventional medical care is not without its caveats, but the same for natural providers too. There are things that you know, we might need to do that we might need a medical doctor to do because that's not what I specialize in for, you know, natural, holistic, naturopath medicine. It's what the doctors specialize in. Um, And we often have cases, I had a case just this week where it was, okay, I'm going to do this part of your care and your doctor's going to do this part of your care. And we're going to work together to make sure you get over this hump and then you never go back here. So to wrap all this up, I hope you find these six misinformations, these six myths, if you will, and the actual truths about them interesting, maybe awe-inspiring. Maybe you had an aha moment in the way that I shared that today. Um, If you have only one takeaway from all of this information, know this. Chronic disease is preventable. Autoimmune disease and chronic disease is capable of being healed or put in remission. And anyone who tells you otherwise, conventional, natural, whatever, whatever um, practice path they're on, you need to find someone new because you absolutely deserve to feel good and nobody ever should tell you that there is is not a reason to hope just because they don't know. If you want to learn more about me, about how to implement these things in your life to feel better in simple, practical, and sustainable ways, head over to audreychristie.com. There's free downloads, online courses, all sorts of things on a lot of the topics that we talked about here. Uh, tons of resources to help you create your own root cause revolution. And I want you to remember that I am rooting for you, friend, and I'm so thankful for you listening. See you next time. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.